Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast with me, one half of the, the comedy duo. We are a comedy duo, professional com- comedic duo. Uh, my name's Christopher William Glasson. Sat opposite me, as always, is my um, loud co-host. I'm um, Stuart Rowithin. Good morning. Oh, man. <laughs> We've restarted this about four times, folks, because um, Stu every time screams down the mic. First thing he always does, excitedly. Well, I'm nice. deaf in one ear, aren't I? Oh, Shut up. So that's what it is. Like, it's not, because you've done like, it for four years. You've been deaf in your ear for four years? No. no I, I reckon I've definitely been a bit deaf for years. So I, I saw my Australian doctor years ago, uh, and he's he's like this bald guy with piercing eyes. He really looks like... Um, do you remember that referee that used to do 90s football that looked like the I bloke from the Hills of Eyes? The Italian one. Yeah. yeah, from the guy who looked like from the Hills of Eyes. I always yeah. thought he was going like, to cut someone up. Yeah, yeah he... Uh, I went to get my hearing checked because uh, I get a bit of tinnitus, and he just went, uh, "Yeah, I, th- I think you rock too hard, mate." And I just thought <laughs> that is a great condition to have. I've rocked too hard. I thought <laughs> I'll take that. So uh, yeah, um, well, look. Before we get on with today's episode, let's go and hear from our ruddy bloody lovely sponsors. Sponsors. Bangboomcreative.com. That's where you need to go for the very best in film and photography work. Yes, yes. Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for a few years now, and we can tell you two things about them. One, their stuff is bloody excellent. They've produced content for the smallest charities to the biggest commercial brands, and it's always bang on. Yeah, it works. We've seen Luke deliver an epic cinema advert for Pip, amazing photo shoots for the Two Girls One Shot podcast, made the girls look incredible, and of course he's done loads of great stuff for us, great visuals, loads on Instagram. The one he did of me as an Ewok was proper good and secondly well they're just bloody nice people uh lovely to work with lots of companies can kind of take pictures and film something but not everyone can do it with the sort of passion and and just ruddy kindness that sets luke and bang boom apart from all the others so if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company please go check out bangboomcreative.com proud sponsors of the hardcore listening podcast the world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place but with Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you'll always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere and usually come across as friendly members of your community. They can be simply doing DIY during the day and podcasting at night. The dangerous loner. They could also be running a well-known nightclub at the same time. Their cloven hoof is scraping behind you. Wrenchy's Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for, as well as teaching life lessons and fitness, and of course, more importantly, peace. At Sama, we teach karate, kickboxing, tai chi, and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four-year-olds to the very elderly, even Shu. Rude. Uh, they can cater for all your needs, from just general fitness uh, or a new hobby right the way through to a career in teaching martial arts. They run corporate training days for companies to have as team building exercises as well as local self-defence classes. They even teach a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence whilst carrying your child, not defence against maniac murder babies. There is absolutely no defence against them. 
be aware of that. Chris, where can people find out more about the Sama Academy? Yes, you can find out everything you need over at sama-academy.co.uk. That's S-A-M-A-academy.co.uk. And maybe you'll become a black belt just like me. Uh, hello, this is uh, Charles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listening and what, what love-beer.co.uk does. Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, while I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. There you go. There's the sponsor, Unis. Thank you very much, our wonderful sponsors. Uh, if you're on our Patreon, you will know that we were listing top five things to do this year. Mm. And their, their, their names all popped up. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about uh, Patreon before we get on with this episode. So you obviously always hear us or see on social media some of the little bits and pieces that, that go on with the Patreons. And, and if you still don't know what the Patreons are or what Patreon is, don't be scared. Well, do be scared because it is a, 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 a murdering sex cult. But it's really cool. It's like... Um, it's like another little sort of social media profile, but it's like a private one. So you can go over there uh, and pay like a few dollars a month. And then what you get every week is another episode, like just a, a bespoke episode. Um, you can also get the videos for, for that episode and the videos for this episode. Uh, a back catalogue of probably th- over 300 episodes, I reckon now. Access to watch uh, the dr- some of the drunk casts, like some of the celebrity drunk casts with Romesh and Brett Goldstein, um, Rich Wilson. Rich Wilson, Jade Adams. Yeah, so you can go you and get you. access to all of that. Um, we put up loads of like little radio shows and like stuff like that. So there's bucket loads of stuff. So if you do enjoy this podcast, and, and well, I guess there's two reasons. Firstly, you get to have access to all of that that's never been released to the public. And secondly, you're supporting this podcast because it is still fundamentally Chris and I you know, putting all of this together and, and, and doing it all uh, for the love. And obviously, it's helped along nicely by the aforementioned sponsors. Uh, so, obviously, big love to them. And the fact that we've got a really nice gang of Patreons. And them Patreons um, are, are, are such a gang. They've, they've, they've basically on this... I mean, they've got their own WhatsApp group now. They've got their own 24-7 Zoom room that's open. Should any of them be feeling a bit rubbish or just want to go and talk to someone... It's like a really lovely little sort of... It's turned into like a support group of such where like everybody's mm-hmm. there for each other and they've all become these like these friends. They all meet up now. They all go and... Uh, I think they've got a, a night a big comedy show coming up soon and they all just kind of hang out. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's patrons in that group that don't choose to get involved in stuff like don't that. Don't want the sight of the other and, like, and I understand that. I mean, Chris and I won't go near them. Um, but you do get to, you know, have access to all this stuff and you get to uh, support the podcast. And if you wish to make some new pals and hang out with uh, uh, what they uh, deem themselves as the murdering sex cult, you can go and get stuck in over there. Yeah. Um, Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. Go and have a look. Sign up for a month. And if you just think it's a load of shit, I mean, you've listened to this podcast, so it is a load of shit. Um, and go and uh, check out the Patreon shit. If it's not for you, then uh, just stop. Other than that, you're in. You're part of a murdering really sex well. cult. 
I thought you did really well there with that pitch until you sort of like did like an apprentice like faux pas towards the end, start calling our podcast a load of shit. I think people were hovering over the buy it now. Nah, well, we're, we're, we're always going to uh, self, uh, what's deprecate. the word? No, not self-deprecate, self- uh, Sabotage. Sabotage ourselves, yeah. Do you watch in this series of The Apprentice? Uh, I've watched a few episodes, yeah. Did you see uh, yeah. Arctic? Uh... Yeah, oh, Arctic Saviour. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. No, no, you just think, they've spelt that wrong. When he fired that person, in case anyone's not seen this week's episode, when he fired, fired that person this week, he got a bit personal with them. Like, yeah. Was a bit like, no. I was a bit like, oh, I felt that one. I really felt that one. And he clearly made up his mind. It wasn't a very long debate about it. He yeah. clearly made up his mind. But... What a sausage, you know, and a bit of a bully and a bit of a know-it-all. The most dangerous thing is when you're a bully and you're absolutely ignorant and you just and stupid and you just go through life just steamrolling people yeah. with your own shit ideas. And that's what happened a bit there. Yeah. I don't even know she was the worst one in that. Was she just reading my CV then? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> 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 I, uh, yeah, I just... Um, I don't even think she should have gone compared to some of the other. Ah, oh, there's some absolute. I mean, this series is brilliant, isn't it? Insofar as there's no one on that series that's got any brains. Like, all of them yeah. are absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's it's, uh, it, it's good comedy. Uh, this, this, Molly uh, keeps saying, oh, you should do it. And I'm like, that's fucking offensive no matter what way I look at it. <laughs> Molly, I'm smart enough to know I'm not going on that show. Oh, uh, the bit I'd want to see. A bun- with a bunch of competing dickheads. Yeah. Oh, I'm too old for that now. Mate. Too old to listen to that bullshit. That scene where you see them all get out of bed and then it's like, it's 5am. Uh, yes, Lord Sugar. Um, Yeah, okay. Guys, we've got 20 minutes. And they all walk out looking incredible. Like in all these fucking... Mm plus suits and like looking amazing I can't always wait. boils down to jealousy with you and I just it? I can't <laughs> wait to see to right at the end the fucking the runt of the litter comes out it's glass and fucking <laughs> firework <laughs> barnet cat weasel <laughs> cocoa pops in my beard shirt fucking coming just through his like, zip <laughs> don't worry don't worry I've got this guys I've got this I get shoes like <laughs> I got I could show up with Marmite down my fucking crinkled white t shirt and I'm still getting that job. <laughs> you bunch of fucking <laughs> cretins. Oh, well so much of the uh, apprentice is shot around London and you get to see them do some pretty amazing stuff, but it's not as amazing as today's top five, which is top five things to do in London. Um whoop, 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 whoop. who suggested this one? I don't know, you picked it, mate. Let me have a look. Don't, I'm not here. For, I'm not here to do your life admin. Uh, Mind you, you did actually oh, send it to me. Of course, it's from Noel. Of course, it's from Noel. Well, I knew, I knew, I knew it was on behalf of Noel. Yeah. I didn't know it was from Noel. So Noel, one of our um, great patrons, she's actually visiting. She's uh, making the big trip over the. Um, da- what ocean is that? Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah, I fucking don't know. I think it's the Atlantic. That's terrible. I've never bothered learning. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely learning. go on the Apprentice. Uh, oh, yeah, pe- penguins in the Arctic. <laughs> they're not in the Arctic. I was, like, keeping very quiet. Do you know what? At like, I, at that point, I just went, oh, you idiots. And I just thought, oh, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to spell Arctic, but I'm not fucking Attenborough. I didn't even say Richard or David because I was worried I'd get that one. So, may- <laughs> so maybe I wouldn't win The Apprentice, eh? <laughs> TV gold, though. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, I've lost. I've lost. So Noel is so coming Noel's over. Noel's coming over. Noel's coming over. So um, suggestion was uh, top five things to do in London. Mm. London town. Absolutely. Um, well, it's a shame we don't run our club night. Yes. Yeah. It's well, I mean, she's a, had she's, she's had ten years. She could have come over. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, rude. Yeah, rude. That's why it caved. Yeah. Caved that exactly. Folded because. Lack of support. A lot of the dangerous loners have... Did, did, a lot of the patrons did come down, which was always nice. Uh, yeah, they did. They did, they did, they did. Right. I'm going to start this week. I was actually going to say, go on, you start. Yeah, go on then. Um, right, uh, I'll start with... Soho. <laughs> of course you will. Like, um, I, I, Getting straight to it, eh? Getting straight to the filth. Um, I, I just think, like... I'll touch on East London uh, mm. a, a bit later for what one of my choices is there. Mm. Uh, mm. 
but I'm I'm not necessarily much of a fan of it anymore. But Soho, mm-hmm. um, I think if it's your first time visiting London, it's got a bit of a, oh, you know, it's very. Mm. Look over there, and you've got like West End show, not West End shows. You've got mm-hmm. like um, theatre. Mm-hmm. Then you've got like kind of, I don't know if you wouldn't call it a red light district, would you? But you've got all the kind of sex shops and uh, and then you've got all like uh, amazing bookshops and mm-hmm. lots of kind of cool bars. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you've got the gay scene where there's some like amazing bars and, and, and mm-hmm. uh, clubs and that there. And I just think it's like a really like vibrant place to walk there's through. A bit- there's a bit of a vibe. Yeah. I, I certainly think as well from Soho, you, yeah, you, you can walk to different aspects of London from there, very rich, affluent areas and roads uh, not far from Soho where you're just like, bloody hell, this, 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 you can smell the money. Mm. To the slightly more... I don't think it's very too sordid, Soho the, the, I think, days, uh, is it? I think, you know, 70s... And probably early eighties, Soho had a yeah. v- was a very seedy underbelly in places, yeah. and and I, and I think like all of London, you know, or majority of London, that mm. you know, gentrification definitely mm. kicks in, and anywhere that is going to be an arty kind of creative mm. environment soon gets mm. engulfed with mm. with pan notes. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I still think it retains a little bit of that, and I think that's what makes it quite quite exciting. Um, and yeah, I just think. Like I've been there more. If I go out now for a drink in London, I'd rather head that way than east now, and I, and I, I mm. quite enjoy it. And uh, mm. yeah, so yeah, Soho. You're selling us Eastenders out, are you now? Whoa, mate? hang on, I ain't going there yet, mate. Ain't going there yet. You're Let's not touch that. Ah, 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 ah. No, we'll we, we'll get we'll get to that. Well, if you want, uh, there's another. <laughs> um. If you want another view, I, I think you can also, if you want to have a good look, Noel, at London, there's nothing like, I used to really love having a walk on like a Sunday over um, like Hampstead and Hampstead Heath because you can actually see, there's a few places, I'll give you a few other places like Ali Pali as well. Sorry, I'm taking up a few slots here, Stu. I hope they're, they're not in your thing, but there's nothing I used to like more than going to sort of like on a Sunday is going to sort of like... Um, Hampstead Heath and having a walk and get getting right up on the hill and then you can just out look over all of London mm. as well. It's it's really beautiful, and there's a wonderful graveyard near. Um, sounds weird. I've gone to where <laughs> in my top five, my first one. Go to a graveyard, mm. but there's the graveyard near Hampstead Heath. What, what one am I thinking of, mate? Can you remember? Highgate Cemetery. Highgate Cemetery, and it's just really. It's just such a. I, I used to love that for a Sunday. We used to sort of like have a nice walk over Hampstead Heath. Maybe have a trot through Highgate Cemetery um, and just, just quite, just really like you know, just so many um, in, like insane architecture within the graves and stuff like that, and then go and have a like a cheeky little Sunday roast. And there's a nice little uh, there's a nice little pub just um, near Highgate Cemetery. It used to be, um, I believe, the hangout of uh, the likes of Sting. Uh, uh, your one, I think, he's your favourite. Uh, that's that's the that's the police station. That's the <laughs> look at that clever. Um, and I'm not quite, uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of that pub. It might be something like The Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's what a perfect like, like Sunday morning mm. to do that. But yeah, if you want to have like sort of like have a, be able to overlook all of London, then somewhere like that, or similarly, you can have a walk up Paddy Pally, see the, you know, that massive venue. And then again, you similarly, you can look across and just see all of London in all its glory. I like it because it's like it's like instead of being in right central, it's just on the app. Not it is still London, but you can then you have a wonderful view of all of London. So yeah, I like the Hampstead Heath Highgate Cemetery walking tour mm. with pub lunch. Yeah, yeah, I like that, mate. I like that. Um, I only went to Ali Pali for the first time just before Christmas. Um, wow. Never been there. Went to see Swade and mm-hmm. uh, got off at the train station. And I was like, right, where is it? And then when I was up there, <laughs> that's not a little walk, that. No, it's, 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 it's quite a trot if you want to walk up there. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But when you get to the top, uh, you know, where the venue is, it's quite magnificent. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, really, really, really impressive. And Highgate's lovely. Uh, you've got the Boogaloo there, so you can always go and uh, 
watch some comedy, uh, listen to mm. some good music in the Boogaloo, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it, 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 I'd never been to Highgate until I'd done that thing with Boogaloo like a couple of years ago, and mm. got off the train station, and I was like, oh, this is quite nice. It's really and, nice uh, around there, mate. Yeah, yeah, really mm-hmm. nice. Um, again, like that, a, a part of London I'd never really explored before. Uh, I spent quite a, a, a few years uh, in the sort of like uh, mid to late 80s in various public toilets on Hampstead Heath. Apart mm. from that, like never really kind of knew too much about that area. No, like, but if you're in that scene, you know, you, you don't really need anything else, do you? You're sorted. You know, no, you've you got your, your Ryan or you've got your phone number on the on the door of the toilet. Yep. You wait, it's nearly it's nearly midnight. Yeah. You don't need to you don't need you you're gonna see some other wonderful sites. Yeah, yeah, I found yeah. it very, very satisfying. Wonderful erections, yeah. Um right, my number four. Um, well, all right, I'll tell you what. If we're going to um, if we're going to talk about going for uh, a, a, a little uh, a little walk, I like a little walk along the South Bank. Like, oh yeah, incredible! I think if you get a nice sunny day, and uh, and you have a little stroll along the South Bank, yeah. then uh, it's 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 really bloody lovely. I mean, we it done is. it, didn't we? When we went to watch um, yeah. uh, what was it called? What was that nerd kids thing? Uh, oh, nightmare! Nightmare! When we went and done mm. that. Like really nice day, stroll across the bridge, in you know over to the South Bank, yeah. and you can just walk along for like fucking ages. And certainly on the on a Sunday, you can, you can go and watch the skaters, and like you yeah. can go. Um, there's loads of like when people put like the bookstalls out, stuff like mm-hmm. you can walk along there. Yeah, loads of places to like eat and get like you know cold beer it's and wicked. stuff. And it's just like lots of. Lots of runners, lots of people just walking the dogs, and yeah. I mean, it actually sounds quite boring, but it's not. It's it's really no, it's not. It's, it's a it's really, really nice cool. kind of uh, pace about it, I think, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, I very rarely sort of head over to to, to South London, mm-hmm. and uh, for no other reason than I've never really had anything to go there for. But uh, yeah, it's not. Quite, I always feel like it's still almost central. <laughs> yeah, but a little bit south, isn't it? It's just off cent- central London, mm. South Bank. I know it sounds misleading but yeah that's the sort of area that you know people will call that area like it'll it'll cover quite a lot of that ground even from there to fucking Fenchurch Street he he likes a walk Mm. and we've had some lovely trips along uh, along those areas but South Bank in particular is great especially dependent I mean if they've got the other Bevy Festival on it's going to be a bit early for that I think when uh, Noel comes over but it's coming into spring you never know yeah and that that underbelly's uh He's always, you know, there's always something going on in that space, and that mm. space is really nice. You know, if you've not seen it before, they there's lots of astroturf and sort of pop up bars and stuff mm. like that. There's like uh, a couple of vet, like sort of venues in there. They've done like the, the underbelly done like a podcast festival there, um, mm. and uh, and it's just it's just really nice. Go there, lots of, sort of big deck chairs and stuff, and you just yeah, it, it, again, pretty weather dependent. Uh, and then also mm. you've got. Um, What's the big venue where Brett does his uh, film to be very with live? The uh, sort of oh, bar, is well it Barbican? Yeah, the no. Barbican. That, I, don't I know. mean, or is it the South Bank Centre? Might be the South Bank Centre. Say another word, and I'll still agree with you. Yeah, cheers. It's all right. I'm, I, I like the fact that you're throwing me a line here to do, uh, to go down on this sinking ship. <laughs> uh, uh, he's, he's just saying some shit here, but I'll go in with him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and there you've got. Um, uh, yeah, so, oh, but you know what? I'm going to leave this because I'm going to dig myself in a bigger hole. What's your number three? So I'm going to... No, it's not my, my number four. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, look, it's a really great walk back. I, I feel like we're just talking to Noel in this podcast. Noel, listen. Um, so you and Pip can have a nice romantic walk down there because Pip says you're her favourite favorite listener. Um, so you can have a nice walk down that way. But also, near there is one of my favourite places uh, in London. Uh, it's called Leak Street, and it's a tunnel. And <laughs> no, it's not going to go creepy. I'm not going from graveyard to tunnel. You started off at Hampstead Eve public toilets, and you're now going <laughs> to a fucking tunnel. No, I was in the graveyard. You're in the public toilets, mate. I've got some decorum. I like outdoors cottaging. And basically, um, Leak Street is this wonderful, wonderful um, alley of all street art. And it covers the whole, like, no, honestly, no, you've got to really, this is a, a highlight for me because it, it encapsulates a lot of uh, London's, like, more street art scene, where a lot of the best street artists, they're on, they're on quite a bit of rotation, so they can buy a space there 
and and then paint it white and then do their own artwork but it it's probably the tunnel's probably about 100 meters 150 meters long and um Sean's, Sean Sean yawning so obviously Sean um he's like, you, you, you I did say Sean there I did say Sean <laughs> Sean Whipping. Welcome to our college dear with Chris and Sean <laughs> we've been doing this why Sean why now um I met Sean in Leak Street uh, down that tunnel. Oh, uh, right. But honestly, no, it's so cool. And it'll just give you a, a little glimpse into sort of like the, how vibrant our art scene is mm. and quite how technically proficient. And they've actually, you know, they've they've got a few new lighting systems down there as well that make it just like, just add a, an extra level of pizzazz. Um, but that is also where many, many moons ago I did my... Um, do you remember I did my uh, one of my art projects, which was I created a fra- fragrance. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I put I put it down Leak Street. Not that it's there anymore. Yeah. Um, but that's where I put it. It was down in Leak Street. Oh. And it, before at that point, it wasn't look what it looks like now. Now it is like head to toe covered in fucking artwork. Uh, at that time, it was just a quite you know it didn't have everything that it's got now. But it's really wicked, man. So yeah, check check it out. What I should say is um. If you do check it out, I know in America um, it's nine one one, but in the UK it's nine nine nine. If you see people defacing public property uh, with paint uh, or 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 scent, um, call the police, notify them. Uh, a crime is a crime. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Right, my number. My number. Well done. Uh... I'm going to say um, go and have, uh, if you're going to go to Shoreditch and uh, look at um, Essex stag parties and hen parties queuing up at Bully Bullison um, uh, or, or, or various venues around there, um, do disappear off to the side street and find this little doorway uh, and, and phone up and book yourself in to Lounge Bohemia. Uh, oh. Uh, I wasn't sure what one you'd go for. Like, yeah, go to um, Lounge Bohemia. Um, it's a little underground sort of cocktail den um, run by like a really, really miserable man. That, um, I say really, really miserable man. The only time I've ever been in there is generally with, with Big Papa Jay, who's too excited and this bloke does not like him. I spoiled, uh, you spoil the vibe of Lounge Bohemia. Yeah. Big Papa Jay update. I spoke to him yesterday. Uh, and he's like, when can I come back on your podcast? I'm like, look, you're on a timeout still. Like, I said, yeah. you, uh, but he's, he's he's doing his own podcast at the moment, right? With, with <laughs> his, Brilliant. With his mates and his missus. He said, yeah, yeah, recorded Sunday. I said, how did it go? He said, oh, I had to stop halfway through uh, and I threw up all over myself. I got so pissed. <laughs> I was like, that's why you're not coming back on this one, mate. He's like, oh. um, but yeah, um, Lounge Bohemi, you, you can't just walk in there. You have to get the phone number, ring it up, and uh, yeah. and then just yeah, pop in there. And they give you like a book. 
like an old book with like a really like with the the, the menu in it. All the cocktails are like a, a presentation. They're a bit arty, uh, mm-hmm. and and they're not necessarily that cheap. They're probably about I don't know a tenner each. But mm-hmm. you ain't going on a session in there. You're going to go in there and have one, maybe two drinks. Uh, and it's just really cool. It's really, really... It's not plush. It's not posh. It's just like... It's quite bohemian, hence the name Lounge Bohemia. It's very lounge-like. It pretty much does what it says on the tin. Uh, but yeah, it's a great place to kind of get off the high street, go underground a little bit, and have a really fucking cool drink. You've been there, right? Have we been there together? Get out of there. No, no, that's a date. That's a no, not me and you me. fucking walking in there holding hands, you bellend. I mean, like... <laughs> of course we, I have, of course. Have in we... My, in, my, in, my, uh, in my sort of like, you know... Oh, the Russell court, Brand years. Courting date in yeah. my... Oh, God, I wish I had like the, the charisma Russell Brand bloody fingertip. But yeah, no, in my... Uh, yeah, as, uh, as, as the heady Russell Brand years, as we've uh, now called them. Yeah, absolutely. Lounge Bohemia is a great little uh, venue. Um, I mean, if we're talking, I was tempted to throw in some cocktail destinations. I, I will throw in the Mayor of Scaredy Cat Town, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, well, it's still East London ish way. I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm. No, well, you might have to do some research to get into the Mayor of Scaredy mm. Cat Town, but if you if you do some research online, you'll, you you might find a, a, a hidden world mm. um, cocktail world, which is very cool. Um, well, you was working yeah. as a waitress in a cocktail bar when I met you. Don't don't give me fucking some lyrics, mate. I, I do at least know that one um, <laughs> from um, Depeche Mode. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you got so cocky then, didn't you? As you started, to, you thought I've got to finish the sentence with the band, and I but I don't know who it is. Is it Human League? It is. Well done. Fucking yes. <laughs> Right, yeah, so Lounge Bohemia. Great shout, mate, great shout. So that was your number three, right? So I've thrown in some cocktail places there, bollocks. Um, All right, well... We should uh, be getting discounts from these fucking places. I know, we should, we really should. Um, Well, from from getting a bit boozy or something like that, I mean, like, you could go... It's better not be fucking yoga. It's better not be yoga. It's not yoga, I've got nothing, I've got no exercise in here. I mean, there is exercise involved in this, Kew Gardens. Go and have a little walk round. It's plants and stuff. It's fucking amazing, mate, you boring bastard. You know No, you don't don't, like don't go, oh no, it's plants and stuff, you boring bastard. <laughs> I'm forty eight and I'm still not interested in going and looking at plants. Oh, I mean like I think it's beautiful. I like you know I think you'll see a whole different like like load of flora and fauna that you're used to, Noel. Whoa, what was that? What what did you just call that? Mm. Flora and fauna. Again? Plants and trees, pretty much. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come over to London and look at plants and trees. I think that, I think, what a lovely, what a lovely trip. What a lovely thing to check out is is our ability. Like, you know, Great Britain and, and our colonial past has got a lot to answer for. Um but you know, we we have done some pretty cool things, and um, and I think Kew Gardens and just its upkeep and and just the the, the biodiversity there, and just just all the beautiful part trees and plants you can see there. I think it might just be a little bit of a break from if you're you know you you're getting in a hustle bustle of East London or Soho and stuff like that. Maybe you want that option. Maybe you don't want to travel as far afield. Maybe you don't want to get to. Um, sort of like Ali Pali or somewhere like that, and you don't want to walk up a massive hill to get there, but you want to see something a bit pretty and a bit beautiful and a bit, um, you know, earthly. Fuck, Kew Gardens mate. is a great shout. Rousing fucking speech from Braveheart there that, that has basically said the backbone of the fucking UK is the groundsman at Kew Gardens. Amazing. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> it's just trees and that. Go to Iowa Park. It's just trees and that. Oh God! It's Stop so trying to make there. out you're fucking cultured. I'm not I'm subscribing not... to this. That that you're there with your fucking, I don't know, there with fucking... a fucking green tea, just fucking having a fucking well, meander firstly, through fucking you know I drink a lot of green tea. Secondly, like no, I'm not going in there with my fucking like like catalogue of plants that I want to spot when I get there. I just like a nice walk round in, in, in just somewhere that's been really well kept and has got a, where they've got a real passion for what they do. Um, 
boring. No, we can't. We can't. I can't my top five can't all be the White Horse in East London. <laughs> oh, that's my number two. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could quite easily have said. I don't think it's there anymore. Oh, really? I don't think the White Horse is there anymore. But I mean, like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna research it because that might be coming my top five. I, I, bet, I, I bet if you just put, I, I, I guarantee you're just gone on there now. The minute you put in the letter W, it's just gonna auto complete <laughs> it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> White horse. Um, yeah. Okay. Go on. You're, you're, go on. And you're, you're two then. I don't uh, think it has come. Uh, my, my number two. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, oh, oh, do you know what? Like. Mm, oh. All oh, right. Look, my number two is is the Dublin Castle in Camden. Oh, lovely. And uh, I mean, if you're in Camden as a tourist, then Obviously, there's, you know, go and see the Amy Winehouse statue. Go and have a look around the the um, the stables, like the the, the you know up uh, Camden Market and stuff. It's it's very touristy, but uh, you know, like like any kid, like when when we first went there in the nineties or whatever, it was like well exciting going to Camden mm, Market yeah, really and cool. yeah, absolutely, and getting your knockoff T-shirts and bootlegs and stuff like that. It was great, and 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 it still retains some of that. And uh, you know, it's you could easily have a nice afternoon walking around Camden and Camden Market and like the stables. There's lots of nice food and smells and. And uh, and obviously you have got the lock there, which is you know, yeah. which is uh, you know, it's, it's it's well worth a look. But um, when you come out the station, just kind of uh, walk up. Don't walk up towards the high street. Walk across the road and go over to the Dublin Castle. Dublin Castle's um, uh, a, a pub live venue. Um, when you walk in there, you'll see uh, it was a pub that that Madness kind of always um, done all their early gigs, and they still go back and do secret gigs there now. Um, so it's huge, like um, big picture of madness above the bar, and I see yesterday that they've now put a um, big poster of Death of Guitar Pop over the bar as well, mm -hmm. next to Madness. So it was amazing that yeah. that uh, Ollie and uh, and Johnny had got their their uh, their band in there as well now. Um, but yeah, and it's just uh, it's a it's a pub, and it's got an amazing jukebox, uh, and it's an old. Irish pub uh, in North London sells nice beer, is spit and sawdust, no thrills. Uh, and in the evening, go in the back room, watch a band. You know, you'll see like emerging bands playing there. Uh, it's just like it's just got a really nice vibe about it. Um, uh, other than that, then you've got the Good Mixer as well. Um, the Good Mixer is you know literally a, a road up from that. That was the pub that was the epicenter of Britpop. That's uh, the pub that. You know, uh, we we we, uh, we we lost um, Andy Ross, who owned Food Records, who signed Blur, and that that was that was his local pub. That was where you know uh, during the mid nineties, if you went in there, you would see a member of um, of Blur, or you would see a member of Menswear, or you know, a multitude of the London Britpop bands would all be hanging out in there. And it was again, it's just a normal, very understated, very basic pub with a great jukebox and a pool table. And for me. If I'm with my mates and I want to have a drink, I don't want to be going in a Witherspoons. I don't want to be going in some fucking posh like wine bar, or I, I want to go in a, a nice boozer where I can have a pint and a bag of crisps and uh, and just put some music on on a jukebox and just yeah play pool and or sit there and have a natter with some great music on in a normal pub. Uh, yeah. and there's not nice. many of them anymore. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll do a draw then between the, the, the Good Mixer uh, and the, the Dublin Castle. Great boozers. Nice. There you go. You've got some pubs to go to now. Mm. Uh, a, a side mention, I wasn't going to put this in mind, but um, uh, because, you know, there was probably had a fair share of American sort of butt-themed bars and stuff, but I really do mm. used to love Slim Jim's Whiskey Bar. In uh, yeah. in uh, where's that? Like Archway, isn't it? It's the more Archway, yeah. that way. Archway, Archway's got loads. Has got a really quite a cool nightlife. There's loads of bars down there. You have got the garage down there as well, more that way, which is a live live music venue. But I, I absolutely love Slim Jims. I thought that was a real real old blast. But alas, that isn't in my top five. Hmm. Um, I'm going to pick. I'm told now. Um, incidentally, I do think the um. 
the, the White Hart is uh, st- still open. Uh, the White oh, Hart right. is still open. So, um, you know, if you want to get yourself down there, Noel, uh, you make a lot of new friends. I often do. Um, oh, I'm really torn because this one's a bit like, it's a bit specific and I don't think you'll do it. I'll maybe give it as an honourable mention later. Um, the National, I'd say, you know, um, oh, oh, Natural History Museum. Is that boring? Yeah, massively. Ah, uh, it's just that. And you know the other one? So Natural History Museum, I don't know, Noel, if you like museums, I do. We've got quite a few decent ones. Um, and I just think not only do you get all the contents of the wonderful museum and plenty of, like, old dinosaurs and bones of like like that. there's a giant squid there and there's a whole wild carcass there not carcass but you know they've they've, they've they've it's not just got bits of flesh dropping off it you've got t-rex like skeletons in there i, I don't know is that something you've seen the world because like, like I, I think like it's so easy for us to overlook that we've got that and that many of us as kids get to go and see some mad shit like dinosaur fossils like that but it's all there at the natural Hitch- history museum and I just think that like the architecture of the museum itself is just it's just a really cool thing to check out. But the other one I was torn uh, between mentioning while while I'm talking about museums and stuff like that is the National Gallery at the moment as well because they've got like they've got like Van Van Gogh's sunflowers at there at the moment and stuff like that. And I just think you know from from you know from coming from sort of American culture, and you hear a lot about all these great European artists from the Renaissance and stuff like that. It is a bit mental, like when you realise how old those paintings are and the values of those paintings. They've got the water lilies there and stuff like that. Absolutely huge, huge artworks. Um, you my, could probably pick. Them. You can probably pick them up for about ten quid when you go to Camden. Like, all right, all right. Well, look, there you go. You know, there's there's uh, Stu's bargain basement version. Buy some water lilies. But my mate Mark took his son there the other day, and I was just like, fuck me. Like I forgot. Like we've got that right on our doorstep. And it's so easy to overlook it because us as Essex boys and Londoners who've spent all our time in, you know, in the last 10, 20 years going in and out of London, they're not the sort of things that you that you do anymore, but they are quite magical. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, whether or not you want to go and see, like, a fucking gigantic T-Rex car, I think they've got a Brontosaurus frame in there as well, like the skeleton remains of that. Or uh, indeed, I've I've bunched two together here. But again, we do have we have a we have a great science museum as well. Um, you might not fancy it. You might think that's a bit boring. But definitely, the the, the National Gallery at the moment has just got some incredible works of art in there. Again, the architecture of the gallery is really cool, very British. Um, yeah, that's my number two, mate. Number twos, twos up. Um, I mean, I'll throw in a shout out because I just want to get my thumb in my story about the National Portrait Gallery, right? Okay, go on then. Uh, have I told you about when I went in there? So I went in I there, this know. was years ago, because I knew, obviously, there was a fucking portrait of fucking Pippikins in there. Mm. And like, mm. and now when you think, like, he's pretty mad, isn't it? There is a fucking, yeah. and it was big as well. And, like, mm. and I was like, How big? I'd say almost mean? life-size. It was like oh, fucking wow. big. Is it just of his face? Or his no, whole, his whole like, body. Sat there. And, uh, he sat down. No, st- if I remember right. Playing the computer. No, no. He was just, yeah, standing there. Uh, yeah, behind his front door, hoping that no one knocked and asked him to do anything. He didn't <laughs> want to go out to play. Uh, no, he was, he was just, if I remember right, he was standing there. Um, I've not seen this was a long time ago, but I went in there purposely to go and have a look. Hmm. Uh, so you didn't go in there to not have a look? No, not anything else. Boring, isn't That's it? That's weird, isn't it? Like, I just thought, I'll, 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 I'm going to fucking museum for. Like, uh, and uh, yeah, I went in there and I thought, fucking you know, and like, it, it, you know, it's one of your mates in there. Mm. Like, <clears throat> and when I got there, as I'm standing there, there was another person looking at it, mm. Ma- Martin Freeman. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was like, fucking hell, this is, uh, this is quite mad. There's Martin Freeman looking at a picture of me mate. In yeah. the National Portrait Gallery, like what was what was Freeman doing? Uh, just just laughing at it, <laughs> laughing at it, and then yeah, then he drew a little pair of glasses on it and legged it. Like, oh, oh, nice dear. one, mate. Yeah. Uh, Go on, well, that's a, that is a bit of a mad story. Uh, yeah. Um, do you know what I I, I would say? Um. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, I don't know if I want to say from there. Mm, okay, uh, all right, why is that? You can give it as an honourable mention. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Uh, uh, there's just a little fucking place in Soho called Hip Chips. Uh, it's closed though, isn't it? Well, didn't you tell me it was closed. Well, oh like, no, you got to go to this place. It's all boarded up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's leave that. Let's leave that. Uh, oh, if you want to get to see a perfect snapshot of London, uh, and you want to meet some true Londoners, you want to have a pint in a pub. Uh, obviously, you, you, you're over here, um, you know, with a suitcase full of stuff. Uh, you're going to need to wash your clothes. There's a laundrette there. Um, I would suggest you get uh, you get a cab and you go to a place called Albert Square. Um, <laughs> and that that's great. Have you been there? No. Yeah, <laughs> a- Albert Square. It's, a, it's amazing. Some proper characters yeah. there. Uh, yeah. Traditional East End boozer. Mm. Uh, yeah. Little marketplace. You know, yeah. you can go and buy I've always some... wanted to go. If you, jump in a, if you just hop in a cab, Noel, and just say, look, take me to Albert Square. Yeah. My mate said, I've got to go and check out Albert Square. Yeah, just go in and go, hey, I want to go and see Albert Square. Yeah. Then uh, start, with, start with, hey, I'm an American. <laughs> <I wanna answer>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, yeah, Albert Square, mate. Like, that is, that is true London. And, uh, yeah, that's my number one. Go and check out Albert Square. Yeah, no, that's a fucking wonderful number one, mate. What's um, yours? Yeah, I can't believe I didn't think of it. Yeah. Oh, how to top that? Um, look, if you go once you've been to Albert Square, um, another good place, another good place, bustling place at the weekend um, would be Borough Market, I guess. Right. You can see sort of the salt of the earth around Borough Market. Um, I'm not too sure exactly where you're going to be hold up, um, but Borough Market's really cool, Noel, because it, it's got it's got a lot of my favourite things to do in London, right? Which is it's not too far from some good pubs. Um, also, like it, like on a, I'm sure Saturday or Sunday morning, like the whole thing is just having with just wonderful, um, sort of like uh, pop up stalls of all different, all different foods and cheeses and not meat. Obviously, I don't eat meat. I'm basically not even a vegetarian anymore at this point. Um, Shut yes. up. No, honestly, would you believe? Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, there's just loads of fucking amazing stuff. And then the other thing, amazing thing you can do there now is you can people watch as well. There's loads of great coffee, coffee stands. Fuck me, how can you make Borough Market CD? I'm not saying that CD. Have a couple like, of drinks why? and then just sit there. You know. I normally go there early. I like to get there early. Fro- throw, throw, your, throw your little bag over your fucking, you know, to just cover up your little fucking boner while you're sitting there just fucking sinisterly looking at fucking people. What's fucking wrong with you? I know it sounds all right though. So what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I'll just bar market. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like there's loads. There's there are other markets available in in London uh, town, and it just depends where you're sort of like uh, where you're um, held up. I'll but tell you a rubbish uh, one: Spitalfields. Spitalfields. That's not very good. Yeah, yeah. There's not so much going on at Spitalfields, I guess. Nah. What's the What's the big fish market as well? Is that one called Billingsgate? Feelings go. Don't go to that. Yeah, it'll be quite smelly. Um, but yeah, Borough Market's really cool. It's quite a happening part of London. Very, very vibey. You'll get a real good flavour for 
the uh, hustle and bustle, bustle of, of London life and uh, and its um, in its inhabitants there as well. So, yeah, go to Albert Square, more salt of the earth, and then go to um, go to Borough Market as well. To you know, just quickly because I know that obviously uh, we, we we've kind of sort of framed this this whole episode around uh, the fact that one of our patrons is making the effort to come over to the <laughs> UK to, to 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 hang out with the uh, the sex cult. Um, well, I mean, obviously, like if we was to go to the states, we'd be looking to go and tick box some of the big things. Mm. Um, and one of the things you take for granted is the fact that every time we get the training from Essex, we get off at Fenchurch Street and we'll walk around to Tower Hill to get on the mm -hmm. tube. And mm -hmm. I don't even look up half the time now, mm. but occasionally mm. you do, and you go, "Oh, look, there's the Tower of London." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's fucking majestic. It's mm. fucking incredible. Like, yeah. And I don't think I've been in there since I was a kid. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that is... I don't know if you want to go in there and look at... I don't know. Are the Crown Jewels still in there? I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, but, yeah, I mean, just walking past that, it is quite a sight. I was, I was I was tempted by this and saying things like going and checking out Big Ben and the Houses of Parliament because that, it is like it is one hell of a, of a construction. So ma that, yeah, it, Parliament it, is like, a huge it, erection. It's a massive erection, full of massive bells. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> Good work. You, you can, you, it's worth a, a look. And actually, yeah. what got mu muscled out of my uh, top five because I thought it might be a bit niche and you might not, might be hard to do. But in and around that area, or, or around Temple, um, which is a stop on the on the train station, uh, no, well, Temple. I, I used to walk around Temple at night because I was working doing a sort of like an overnight night shift around there. And you can just Don't raise your eyebrows like you're fucking Liam Neeson in Taken when you said that. I was just, you know, walking through the city at night doing some, uh, some you know, specialist I work. I can't tell much about it other than I've got a very specific set of skills. <laughs> and um, I think we know what they are from my number five being, <laughs> go to a graveyard, Noel. I know the perfect way. There's plenty of spots in that graveyard. People can't look over your shoulder. Um so yeah, but Temple is beautiful to walk around, and at night it's so calm and like mad. You can really see just such a cross section of our um, architecture. And towards the end of Temple, you've got St Paul's Cathedral again, incredible architecture. But you go around there, and there's some really up, there's really old parts of London, mm. like the. Um, so the buildings are fantastic. It's a lot where a, a lot of the uh, sort of like legal sort of uh, people go to get trained and qualified and stuff like that. And the build it is it does smell a bit of money around now, um, but it's it's really like it's it's impressive. You can there's loads of little side roads you can find yourself into these sort of like gardens that are surrounded by these big, incredible buildings. Um, and I don't know, I just love that as a walk. So I I, I do think you're right, Stu. I think it's like sometimes you can forget that there's all these just wonderful erections mm. um, and hopefully Noah gets to see a few when she, she comes over, right? Yeah. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.